Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. Today, I have a guest on my program I've recently met, and she is a CDFA, and we'll get into that, what that means, but her name is Victoria or Vicki Lowell. Vicki, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on, Tom. It's such a pleasure to be here and to be on your, your YouTube. Well, thank you. I, I really enjoy doing uh, these interviews. So Vicki is a leading financial advocate and a coach, international best-selling author and founder of Empowered Worth, a financial education platform that empowers women to become active participants in their own financial future and well-being. So Victoria left her Wall Street firm to follow her passion to help women assert themselves financially. She is, uh, as I said, a certified divorce financial analyst, CDFA. She's also a certified college financial consultant. That's a new one on me. You'll have to tell me what that is. And then um, she did write uh, a book, Empower Your Worth, A Woman's Guide to Increasing Self-Worth and Net Worth. She has a podcast, Empowered Worth, Worthy wisdom for women. So she is a busy lady. So let's start right in, Vicki. What is a CDFA? Well, um, a CDFA, we've already, you know, described the acronym. It's I'm a certified divorce financial analyst. What I like to explain to people is that during the tumultuous time of divorce, I'm there on your team to make you think a little bit more financially than emotionally. It's the hardest time that you're ever going to go through. And a CDFA is there to help you come up with great financial divorce solutions that allow you to live an empowered future. And that's what our purpose is, help you organize, help you analyze, help you look at all those settlements and see what does that mean 5, 10, 15 years down the road. So, Vicki, I know you work with couples, you know, after, or at least one of them, after they've started the divorce process, but I know you also work with couples before they go through the divorce process to kind of help teach them how to be co-CFOs in the marriage. Can you tell us what that's all about? Yeah, that's actually one of my biggest passions. I, I definitely feel that um, if we can do some premarital counseling from a financial standpoint, we could actually avoid a lot of divorces that we see out there. Um, financials tend to be one of the main reasons why couples divorce. And I tell everyone, it's your responsibility to be co-CFOs of your um, financial future in the marriage. It's not just one person's responsibility. It's both of your responsibilities to be aware and to know where the family is financially. Yeah, I think that's true. Financial issues are such a big factor mm -hmm. that lead to divorces, you know, communication, but a lot really revolves around financial issues. So I know you represent women, but do you represent men also in the divorce process? Yes, I do. Um, yeah, a lot of my clients tend to be women, just because systemically women tend to be the ones that kind of in the, in the labor division, the family, they don't get involved in the finances. So they're the ones that a lot of times seek out a CDFA to kind of make sense of the financial issues during the divorce. But I work with men as well. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with both men and women in the collaborative uh, environment. And I also at times help men who really want to make sure that the financials are clear and that everyone understands what's going on in the divorce. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I can be on both um, sides of that. 
Okay, so you mentioned collaborative and I love collaborative law. So I just really wanna follow up on that for just a second. Um, I know you're currently a note taker in a collaborative case that I'm involved in. And uh, that's really great experience. And uh, you're also collaboratively trained. So tell us, just, you know, what are your thoughts about collaborative? What do you think about it? No, I, I came originally when I started the CDFA from a litigation standpoint. And I can tell you that I have almost pivoted a lot to collaborative because I find that it's a great way of keeping your family whole, of really honoring both, both partners who loved each other at one point through the process, honoring your children through the process. I'm a firm believer that we shouldn't be using financials as something that's punitive or hurtful or belittling in a divorce. And as the financial neutral, I get to honor that and, and keep those ethics, which I hold very near and dear to, to myself with how I treat um, clients. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I, I think collaborative is such a great way to help couples in a divorce process to kind of preserve the, the family unit as much as possible in the sense of they can co-parent the children together, they can work together, even if just in a business like uh, fashion to raise the children, do what's in their best interest. So collaborative is great. I'm glad to see you're really involved in it. So, you know, you're an international best-selling author and your, your book is really uh, geared toward women and empowering them. So can you tell our audience, what are some of the unique issues that women face in going through a, a divorce? Yeah, uh, women financially, um, and we can tell you this because Merrill Lynch, UBS, all the big Wall Street firms did a very deep dive in the 2018-2019 um, years to look at women in finance and where women were. Women are really good at the day-to-day. -day. They have their pulse and their fingers on budgeting and spending for their families. But they are, quite frankly, in staggering numbers, not engaging in the long-term financial planning, retirement planning, trust and estate, those type of things. And that is where I really became frustrated as a financial advisor and decided that I wanted to help change the narrative. And when I spoke to women, they all spoke to the lack of education, lack of confidence. And that's something that I, my book and hopefully Empowered Worth, we are starting to change the narrative on that and have women feel empowered to take their seat at the financial table by having a little bit more confidence. You know, I, I find that to be really true. Even in my own marriage, I've been married for over 35 years and my wife handles the day-to-day -day monies. Um, I don't know if I should admit this on air, but I have not gone to an ATM, I think in probably the last 25 years. My wife, if I ask, if I need money, I ask her for it. Um, so she handles it. But when it comes to the long-term uh, strategic planning and and investing and all that she she wants me to do that so right interesting yeah. you say that. that and that tends to be what we see in um throughout the world honestly that it's not something that's just the united states we see it worldwide and women do tend to outlive men so it's not surprising when you see statistics that say that eight out of ten women will find a financial surprise 
um, when they either widow or divorce, something that they had no idea. And it's usually not a great surprise. No one finds hidden wealth. They usually find hidden debts and hidden things that they didn't know about because they just didn't bother to ask or just that things weren't planned for. And they thought that things were covered and they're not. Um, I always say to everybody, it's like the state of the union, just sit down once a year together as a couple and visit that financial advisor if you have them and, and find out what's going on. You know, I, I, find, I find you really interesting because you're multifaceted in the sense of, well, you're bilingual, you know, you have been on Wall Street. Uh, your podcast, interestingly to me, is in the top 100 podcasts. I think it's Canada, Australia and Kenya. I mean, yeah. go figure. So very interesting. Thank you. Um, yeah. So um, maybe I'm really looking forward to your answer here. I always ask my guests, do you have a healthy tip for our audience today? And I can't wait to hear what yours is. You know, my healthy tip, it's funny. I spoke today to a dear friend of mine on this and I counseled her and I said, find peace, find a moment in your day where you can be reflective, whether it's praying, um, that's that's what it is for me. I like to grab my Bible and pray, whether it's just sitting out in nature and contemplating uh, your surroundings. But take, I always say, take at least 10, 15 minutes and you can squeeze that out and just be still, be silent, be pensive. Um, it's restorative and I think it, it goes a long way towards mental health. Well, that's great. I know there's a scripture that says, be still and know that I am God um, yes. and reflect. I actually get up from my desk um, five to six times a day and I t take a, a, a walk around. The, it's a fairly good sized block. It takes me, you know, maybe seven, eight minutes, but gets me out. The weather's really nice today and I it just it kind of clears my mind and gives me a chance to just I don't know, unwind, debrief, relax, uh, get a new perspective. So great input, Vicki. Thank you so much. I've thank really you. enjoyed having you on the channel today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed being on. For our audience today, if you've liked this, please um, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit that bell icon if you want. Uh, leave a question or a comment for Vicki or me. I'll be make sure we'll get back to you on those. I love receiving those comments and those questions. and I, I love responding to them. So uh, send those to us and we will see you next time. Thanks, Vicki. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye.